This is Let's Parent on Purpose. It's your podcast if you want to thrive and not just survive these parenting years. Hey, my name's Jay Holland, and I'll be bringing with me nearly 20 years of youth pastoring, parenting, and foster parenting as I share tips and tricks and mistakes along the way to help us build kids that will help build the kingdom of God. So I was thinking back recently, back to when I was a great parent. Let's see, that was about 2002. I was probably a great parent in 2003, maybe maybe part of 2004. Back then, I just had one kid. Uh, she was outnumbered, and she was fairly simple. You know, a little bit of little bit of uh, adjustment that first year as she's uh, you know peeing and pooping all over the place and. Uh, trying to figure out sleep patterns and stuff like that. But but then, you know, you get into a rhythm, and for those first few years, it does seem somewhat easy. Kids are not terribly complicated. Stimulus response, make them laugh, hug them, keep them safe, feed them, all that basic stuff. And uh, it, so it's not so hard, and it's, it's pretty good and pretty enjoyable, especially they hit three, four years old, and they're the only child. Like, you got some bumps and bruises, but you get through them, and you just feel like a parenting genius. But at least in in my case, all of a sudden, what happened? Well, she gets a little bit older. um, Some siblings start coming along. Uh, I think the iPhone comes along. Then Pinterest comes along, social media. I can't really remember the the order that all these things came. But I do know that somewhere along the way, I went from feeling like uh, a rock star parent who had all the answers and could just instruct and tell everybody what to do because I had it nailed down so well with this firstborn child who had a pretty easy demeanor to uh, feeling like a fool all the time. And then you go on, um, you go on social media and, and you're deluged with uh, images of pristine houses um, and hand hewn dinner tables that dad has carved and then mom has uh, filled with with organic free-range tofu chicken food and and you know nothing but the best for their kids and um, I, I don't know then you then all of a sudden you see uh, you, you see friends and peers who are going on these great vacations whose kids are mastering all of these athletics and musical things and academics and you um, and, and you just all of a sudden start feeling worse and worse because you can't go a day without some kind of argument or some kind of mess or something like that. And it can be really easy to all of a sudden just feel like, oh, man, I, I just I'm a terrible parent. I wish I was I wish I was a better parent. And, yeah, the truth is, I do wish I was a better parent, um, but I'm not. I'm, I'm I'm the parent that I am. And, and and the other truth is, especially if your judge is is. Pinterest or Instagram or, or even your, your friend's social media feeds, you're not getting an accurate idea of anybody else's parenting either because you, nobody posts the mundane. Um, people post the, the extraordinary and then every once in a while the extraordinary funny um, but annoying moments. But, but nobody posts the mundane bickering and arguing and how you just feel tired and don't want to, you know, step in and, and take care of things. You just want it all to go away and go away and be quiet and peaceful. Um, but that's the reality of, of parenting, especially as you start getting multiple kids, especially, you know, in a world where it's not just you living in comparison with whatever you're seeing on social media, but your kids living in comparison with not just what they have, but with 
what social media is, is trying to draw them into buying. Um, so the, the truth is you're, you're probably not near as bad of a parent as, as sometimes you, you think you are, and, and you're not the greatest parent in the world. So, okay, we're somewhere in the middle. That's okay. That's a good place to be. Um, so since we're not the best and since we're not the worst, uh, let's, let's give ourselves some breathing room. And, uh, just here's a few thoughts that I was thinking of when I was thinking about that very subject, things that will help you when you're not the best parent in the world. Um, and again, you're, if you're listening to a parenting podcast, you're not the worst parent in the world. I mean, worst parent in the world would never listen to a parenting podcast, would they? Unless they were in jail and it was part of their community service hours or their probation time, but that's not you. Uh, you're, you're here cause you, you want to get a little bit better or you want encouraged or you're my Nana. If you're my Nana, hi Nana. Um, so here's some thoughts for your day. Uh, number one, just give yourself the benefit of the doubt. Um, you think about it when I got a daughter that's 15 and she's working on getting her, her learner's permit right now. And, uh, so to get just her learner's permit. So just to get the permit to have permission to start driving, there's, hours of coursework that she has to go through. Um, you know, I got a manual back at some time and you kind of skim through it, but now they actually log how many hours she's looking at alcohol awareness, uh, prevention material on her learner's permit pretest. Um, you, so she's got all of you, you do all of this studying, you take a test and then they give you, um, that license. That's not a license to do anything, but sit next to your mom and dad and have them critique your driving for a year. So you, you, you get this permit and then you have a year to, to learn how to drive. And then you have to take another test with a disinterested police officer or driver's ed person before you're able to go. And I remember, um, I remember my driver's ed, my driver's ed instructor was a, a, and like an 85 year old great grandmother of one of my best friends. And that lady had just ice in her veins and nerves of steel. I nearly killed us so many times. And she just, she looked like she's half asleep. And all of a sudden she'd kick over on that break, the emergency break in the passenger side of it. And she would spare our life. And then casually she would just say, yeah, you're going to want to look before you turn left hand into oncoming traffic, honey. And you know, my, my nerves would shoot down, but we were alive I learned by experience, didn't kill anyone. And then you get your license. So that's just to get your driver's license, all of this prep and all of this, you know, work. And, and still, you know, you're not that great at driving when you get your license. But to be a parent, you don't have to go through any of that. Um, you have to do some things, but it has nothing to do with learning any actual skills with parenting. That's not that's not what makes you a parent. Making a baby makes you a parent. Um, but that doesn't mean you know how to do anything with the baby. And even if you've had a kid um, and they're growing up, you know, you're like, for instance, right now, I've, I have a 15-year-old. I've never had a 15-year-old before. I've youth pastored a lot of 15-year-olds, but I've never had a 15-year-old. And uh, even let's say you have a couple kids. You've never had any kids at the exact same place in the same dynamic as you currently do. So you're always kind of flying blind. You're learning as you go. Your skill set's improving, but the world is rapidly changing, and, and, and you're kind of flying blind. So you need to give yourself the benefit of the doubt. You're going to make mistakes along the way. And I think one of the important things in that is, is that you just own up to your mistakes. You know, one of the most helpful things that you can do with your kids is go back to them and say, hey, you know what? Um, knowing what I know now, I would have never done that, but I was really, I was trying my best and I'm sorry that it worked out like it did. 
Um, you might need to ask for forgiveness in there if if you, you truly sinned against them or maybe you're just feeling extra guilty about it. But you just, look, own up to it. Say, you know, we're doing their best. Thank God that, uh, you know, God's grace is stronger than that. Give yourself the benefit of the doubt and move on. Um, the, the other thing you need to do is give your kids the benefit of the doubt. Um, your kids are probably pretty weird. The, they, I guarantee you that each of your kids has at least one habit that absolutely mortifies you. And your, your greatest hope that, is that they, they just wouldn't have that at all. Your second greatest hope is that nobody finds out about it. And uh, maybe even more than that is that if they find out about it, they don't connect it to anything to do with your parenting. Um, but yeah, your kids are going to be weird. Uh, and, and they weren't given a kid manual any more than you were given a, a parenting manual. So, you know, what do you, how do you grow? You think about how you were raised uh, as a kid and you try to line that up with what your, your kids are going through and how do kids grow? They do things, they make mistakes. Um, most of those mistakes are not going to doom the rest of their life. Look, if they fail a grade, then great. They learn that, you know, you, you have to work harder. You have to put more effort into it. That may be the greatest lesson of their life. They break an arm. Maybe they pay attention a little bit more the next time they do things. Um, maybe they don't. I don't know. But you got to give them the benefit of the doubt. They're not going to be everything that you want them to be. But you got to remember, they're your kids. They're not your creation. They're God's creation. You're just a steward of them. So you got to let them be weird. You got to let them fail. You got to forgive them and then move on. Just keep short accounts in your house. Uh, I, I just don't think it's helpful. You, okay, think about in a marriage. If you're in an, if you're in some kind of heated discussion with with a person, um, I remember one of the things that we were told in marriage counseling is if you have a disagreement, stop bringing up past disagreements, stop bringing up past discretions, stick to the subject. And as as a parent, how often are we guilty of that? Where we bring in, oh, you did this and you did this and you did this and you did this and you pile it on and then there's no way for them to win and they kind of shut down in it. So as best as you can, stick to the subject. As little emotion as you can bring into the correction, the better. Um, because, you know, you're not trying to assassinate their character. You're trying to get behavior change that will then lead to character change. So give them the benefit of the doubt. Let them be weird. Let them fail. Move on. Um Another piece of advice that's really helpful is just to get over yourself. A um, couple different ways I think you need to get over yourself. Number one, there is so much ego attached to parenting. There's so much pride attached to it. Let's let's be honest. We um, we will take advice on finances, on our athletic pursuits, on how to buy a home. On, on how to do our job, uh, on most things in life before parenting advice. Somehow, we live in this insecure assumption that we should be perfect at parenting from the beginning, and how dare anybody ever step in and not mind their business and tell us how to do things. Well, the truth is we're not perfect at it. You don't know what you're doing a lot of the times. You're doing trial and error. I have four children, and the discipline of those four children, each of them is radically different. There's not one kid that responds the same way as the other kids in there. And so like we've had to learn, especially as we've had multiple kids, especially as we have one that, that has some mental challenges. 
I mean, I feel like we're we're in graduate school for learning how to just get through a morning routine to get to school. Um, so you got to get over yourself. Stop tying up your ego in being the perfect parent. Um, why do we get so offended about it anyway? You know, some people are, are rude in how they respond to it. But, you know, you got you got to give them the benefit of the doubt. They're trying to be helpful or maybe they think they can do everything. So just chew the meat, spit out the bones um, and and move on. You, you need to be open to hearing advice and counsel without acting like they're trying to destroy your soul. How awful would it be if pride and inability to be uh, coached or taught kept you stuck for years in the same cycle with your kids and also just inhibited your kids low learning and growing and stretching. Um, so that brings me to just my, my final big thought, which is get better. Uh, you're not as bad of a parent as you think you are, at least in your worst moments. You're, you're not as bad as that. Um, but you can definitely improve. And you think about it, there's so many things that you can improve. There's so many things that you can get better at. And don't be overwhelmed by a list like this, but what can you get better at? You can become a better communicator. Uh, you can you can learn how to um, give and receive feedback with your kids differently. And, and man, if you got boys, it's one way. If you got girls, the other way. And it, there's nuance to it. Um, you you need to learn finances. You need to learn your own finances, and and then how to to teach that to your kids. Um, every time I feel like I've mastered our finances, we're in a different phase of life. We're in a different, something changes and it goes haywire and, and I just got to keep learning. I got to keep getting better, um, on, on relationships, on, uh, on dating, on spiritual discipleship, on cooking, um, on delegating chores, uh, on tactfully telling your child that outfit makes you look like a prostitute. You know, there's there's ways that you need to learn to do this stuff, and you can't do it all at once, right? But you should always have at least one thing that that's kind of on your agenda that you're trying to get better at. You're trying to learn. You know, the way I look at it is, in my life, uh, above all else, when when all is said and done, you know, I I work at a church, but I am very replaceable in my church, as irreplaceable as I would like to pretend I am. I am replaceable in my church, and and my church is replaceable in this community. You know, we're we're not the be all to end all. Um, the Lord can use us, or the Lord can can move on. Um, so that I, I can, and so that's my work. It, whatever your work is, it shouldn't get your best. It shouldn't get uh, your the, the most practice and the most, and your hobby shouldn't either. And and in that wild that we can have a hobby, whether it's golf or fishing or I love basketball, and we'll put in intentional practice to get better at that hobby, whether it's woodworking or painting or you know whatever it is, we'll do intentional practice to get better at that. But we wouldn't do intentional practice to get better in in parenting. But at the end of, at the end of my life, I want to have been very intentional in my walk with Jesus. I want to know him better. I want to love him better. I want to grow in my knowledge of God, not and my knowledge about God and my knowing God. I want to get better and better as a husband as time goes on. God, please help me to be a better husband this coming year than I've ever been. 
but it's not just going to naturally happen. Like I'm going to have to work on it. I'm going to have to study my wife. She's in a different season of life. I'm going to have to have intentional practice. So I want to be better in my walk with God. I want to be better as a husband. And then I want to be the best parent I can possibly be. And right now I'm the best parent I can be today, but I'm going to have to work at it to, to, to get better. So I'm going to, I'm going to read books. I'm going to listen to Let's Parent on Purpose, or I'll probably listen to other podcasts. I'm going to do some things that'll help that. And I'm not going to be overwhelmed by it. I'm just going to do a little bit at a time. But, you know, the cumulative total will absolutely help. Um, So in all of this, remember that your standard is not social media. It's not other people. It's God's word. And from God's word, you do learn a couple things that will just give you perspective. Number one, suffering produces character. You'd, you'd rather your kid never suffer, never go through anything bad. Um, but at the same time, you want them to have super great character. But everybody that we know that we really love and admire and want to be around has gone through tremendous suffering. So whether it's your mistakes or somebody else's mistakes or sickness or mean people or their own sin, suffering produces character. You don't learn character in a classroom. You learn character in life. Uh, and then lastly, God is the great physician. I love Romans 8.28, and um, there's a book that I read one time titled All Things for Good that was kind of a commentary on Romans 8.28, and it talked about how God, you got to think of God as like the master physician or the master pharmacist who can put together things that on their own would be poisonous and deadly, and he can put them together in such a perfect way as to be the exact thing to cure the ailment. And so the suffering in your kid's life their sin, your sin, uh, the hurts of this world, and their victories and their growth, God is going to work all of it together to eternally be the very best thing for our kids. So it's nice to know we're not in this alone. It's not even just that we have other parents to walk through it, but that God loves our kids. He's the great physician, and he's got a great plan for their life. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. And I don't want to just be a better parent. I want to be a better uh, podcaster. I want to be a better, less parent on purposer. What would really help me is for you to send me some messages, give me some topics. What are some things that you would love covered? What are some things that you're struggling with? You can do that by sending me an email to jay at less parent on, I'm sorry, jay at covenantfellowship.com. Or if you see me and you know me, let me know. Um, this has been Let's Parent on Purpose. It's a ministry of Covenant Fellowship Baptist Church in Stewart, Florida. You can check us out at covenantfellowship.com. You can get past blogs and archives and stuff like that of this podcast and uh, a written form of this podcast at letsparentonpurpose.com. And again, please uh, take a couple minutes when this is done. And if you know my number, shoot me a text, give me a topic, or send me an email, j at covenantfellowship.com, so that I can best serve you by giving you the content that you need. Uh, Thanks so much for listening. Remember, this is a marathon, not a sprint. We'll talk to you soon.